Hey friends, welcome to episode 46 of the Lucky Few Podcast, where we are shifting the narrative by shouting the worth of people with Down syndrome. This is Micah. And Mercedes. Woohoo! And friends, <laughs> we are in the middle of October, our favorite month of the year, because it's Down Syndrome Awareness Month. We are having so much fun interviewing such amazing narrative shifters and seeing you all celebrate along with us. This week, we are heading back in time, back to Nashville with the DSDN, where we got to meet with some of our amazing organizations who um, share their passions for building up our community. Uh, These caregivers and shouters of worth for people with Down syndrome are some of the few organizations that have become our sponsors of our podcast and our supporters. Um, We want to take a moment for you to hear from some of these sponsors so you know their stories, their hearts, the talents they bring to the table, and their dreams for our community. That's right. But first, we want to remind you, we are excited to remind you that the Lucky Few Podcast is coming at you with a live event very soon. And actually, exactly a month from today, right, Mercedes? Right. Woohoo. Yeah. November 21st in Monrovia, California, we will be recording a live podcast. And we want you to join us. We're going to have some special interviews with working actors in LA who have Down syndrome. You can find tickets on our website, theluckyfewpodcast.com. Go check it out. But for now, sit back, relax, enjoy our interviews with some of our favorite people out there doing great work for our Down syndrome community, including National Down Syndrome Society, Gabe the Babe and Co., and Grateful Wellness. Thanks for joining us, friends. Welcome to the Lucky Few Podcast. We are coming at you live, except it's not live because it's a podcast from the DSDN Rockin' Moms Retreat in Nashville, Tennessee. And we are so excited today. We have a little collection of vendors who are here at DSDN who are just coming on to share a little bit of what they're doing. Um, their stories introduce you all to um, some cool people who are shifting the narrative in the Down syndrome world. Here we are with Christy Magnuson. We are here to introduce you to her company, Gabe the Babe and Co. And Christy, we're so excited that you're here with us. Um, Christy is gonna tell us a little bit about what she does with Gabe the Babe, introduce you to um, their exciting work and the products that they're making and so Christy we just want to hear from you first like tell us about your family and your connection with Down syndrome yes sure well first of all thank you so much for having me I'm so excited to be here Um, so um, my husband Alex and I we've been married for about eight years and we have four children Um, Gabe who has Down syndrome he is our oldest and he is um, only five and a half he just started kindergarten couple weeks ago and then we have a four-year-old girl named Lottie um, 
yeah short so for charlotte cute. super cute oh really yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i thought so hard about that name. yeah it's such a good I one i love the name lottie mm-hmm. the, the lord did not give me a child to name lottie <laughs> Um, And so then we have a little girl named Maggie who's turning three soon and then a um, little 20-month-old boy named Vince. So they are all um, four. My youngest was born two months before the oldest turned four. So we just crammed them in there. Yeah. Yeah. Four kids under the age of five and a half. Yeah. And then my husband's in the Air Force. And so we just recently moved from Las Vegas to southern Alabama a couple weeks ago. (laughs) That's so amazing. Okay, so tell us about Gabe the Babe and Company. How did it get started? Why and what and how? (laughs) All the things. Tell Uh us. For sure. So um, it started a few months after Gabe was born. I started a Facebook page um, just to raise awareness and just to share about our lives with Gabe. Um, And uh, we just wanted to show people how completely normal our lives were with him and how wonderful you know he is um because i was getting a lot of sometimes negative reactions and so i just wanted to uh show the positive you know because that's in i mean in our eyes that's pretty much what it's all been so far so um anyway so it started as a facebook page and then a couple years later we were like we need to do we want to do more for gabe and so we started making t-shirts that celebrate Down syndrome and um, advocate for Down syndrome. As a military family, we can't do too much. You know, it has to be something that's relatively easy to do, you know, because we're going to move every three years. And so our house is full of t-shirts, but it's nothing that's like concrete, like a brick and mortar type place. Um, However, that leads me into my next thing. So our ultimate goal for Gabe the Babe is uh, we want to make you know, like a restaurant, coffee shop, or my big time dream is to have a children's museum that in, that's completely accessible, all inclusive, and it has uh, like sensory rooms and all sorts of different areas for all kinds of kids. And it employs people with disabilities. So then they come in, can interact with all sorts of, you know, different people. Love that. So that's our ultimate goal. Okay. So this is like facilitating yes. how to get there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about your products. Is there, um, can you share a little bit about what, yes. what your shirts are like, what your, um, like what are some of your most popular things? Yeah. So we, um, so we have super soft shirts and um, I think they have really great designs and sayings on them and something um, that's really cool is on the back of most of our shirts we have this Down syndrome definition and it kind of took off and went viral amongst the community last summer and then it um, it was going around for a couple months and then it happened again a few other times so that's really exciting so exciting Um, and then you tell us a little about the definition yeah, I don't actually have it memorized, but it's on the back it. of my shirt. <laughs> Should we? Yeah. yeah, do you want to Here, read it? I'll read a little bit. I'll read a little bit. Down syndrome. Noun. One, genetic condition resulting from a third copy of the 21st chromosome. Two, the innate ability to see the good and beauty in the world, to radiate joy and happiness, and to offer a unique perspective on life with the ability to change others' perspectives perceptions others perceptions (laughs) that's beautiful yeah thank you yeah so I wrote that so I wrote I had always been doodling little designs and it kind of started out as things that I wanted to have as a tattoo 
but I was too noncommittal to having a tattoo. <laughs> and so I was like, we should make some shirts. Um, and so, yeah, I wrote that definition um, just in our kitchen one day. And then a couple of the other designs I've just been doodling over the years. And that's how it started. I love that. Um, okay, so you kind of shared a little bit, but um, I'm still going to ask you, how do you want to use your business to shift the narrative? Yeah. Sorry, I kind of <laughs> started it. rambling earlier. No, <laughs> no, that's good. It was a spark into your yeah. answer. <laughs> so, um, well, what's cool about our shirts is that we're just like walking billboards for, you know, for Down syndrome, and people stop us all the time. Um, and I hear, I've heard from literally dozens of people who have had our shirts and they say they get stopped all the time in the stores by people who love, you know, they, they'll read that back of it, you know, as they're walking. And so it really sparks a lot of conversations. And, um, I just hope that it helps other people see the positive and the beauty and just all the good that someone with Down syndrome brings to our world. And you're right. Like yeah. just walking around with that definition on, on your back mm-hmm. is changing people's perceptions yeah, for as, sure. as they read it. Um, okay, so we are ending these these quick little interviews with one last question. Yeah. And it's it's do you have is there another business or nonprofit in our Down syndrome community that you want our listeners to know more about? Who would you love to give a shout out to? Um, well actually so just recently we moved to Alabama in July and a woman who I met through a DSDN um, Facebook page we were both online at like midnight and she, she was like, Oh, I live in enterprise Alabama. And then we end up living a mile away from each Whoa. other in just neighborhood, neighboring That's neighborhoods. So, great. so she's a photographer. Her name is Lauren Poss and she has Lolly Poss photography. Cute. And she has a, um, a program right now where she's taking pictures of children with down syndrome and then having, you know, a beautiful canvas made and then put in all like all sorts of local businesses. And so she's done like Chick-fil-A and um, like hairdressers and stuff. And so she asked Gabe to do one for a veterinarian office. And so he (laughs) just last weekend took some pictures with a little tiny puppy and they were both, I think it really is going to kick off his modeling career because he was pretty good. (laughs) I mean, I bribed him with a lot of cupcakes and donuts, but that's that's how you do do it. Do what you got to do, right? Uh, so good. Thank you for this, Christy. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. And um, listeners, we are going to have links to, to all the things. Um, so you click on our um, show notes. You will find links to Gabe the Babe. Can you tell us real fast, Christy, what is your Instagram handle? And where and your Facebook and where can people find you yeah. So find on you Facebook, guys? we're um, Gabe the Babe and Co. Dash Down Syndrome Awareness. Okay. And then on Instagram, it's Gabe dot the dot babe dot and co awesome <laughs> lots of dots lots of dots we love it yeah. christy thanks so much for being here yeah thank you so much for having me we're sitting down with tamra pursley who is in charge of programs and partnerships for the National Down Syndrome Congress, director of programs and partnerships for the National, it's a fancy title. (laughs) Tamara, we're so glad you're here. Thank you, I'm glad to be here. 
Good. And we're so excited just to hear. Um, I know that all of our listeners have some sort of contact with the National Down Syndrome Congress just because articles get sent to them. There's, you know, everybody ends up on the website, but sometimes it's so good just to get a refresher of what the NDSC does and why it's important. Sure. And, but first we want to hear about you. Okay. Okay. So I, uh, my, my why, why am I involved? Um, I have a 13, almost 14 year old son who has Down syndrome. His name is Jackson. We did not have a prenatal diagnosis. We had a horrible delivery of our diagnosis too. It was just, it was not a good thing. Um, the doctor, I was in one room having had an emergency C-section. My husband arrives at the hospital and runs into my doctor in the hallway and he says, Tamara's over there. She should be waking up and we've taken your son to the NICU and we think he has Down syndrome. And he kept walking down the hall. And um, so my husband comes in to check on me with tears in his eyes. So I immediately think the worst as I'm coming out of general anesthesia that something has happened to our baby. And he, I'm like, what's wrong? The baby's dead. And he, and is that what it is? Is that, tell me. And he's like, no. I'm like, then why are you crying? You know, and of course dads, they have a different reaction. My first reaction is, okay, so he's in the NICU. When can I go see him? And when do I get to hold him? And he's thinking, well, what's going to happen when he turns 50? And I'm like, really? Okay. So, um, you know, did the usual, brought him home. We already had one son at home. Um, and, you know, just jumped right into it. So I got involved at the local level with um, the Down Syndrome Association of Atlanta. After a couple of months, you know, he was doing stuff with Babies Can't Wait and doing all of his therapies. And we had um, my in-laws as great support for us and helping us. I went right back to work and just, you know, he was just our second boy and everything was good. Um, really got involved with the local group and uh subsequently joined the board of directors, became the board president in Atlanta for four years, and had this great opportunity fall in my lap. Um, I had met a couple of folks from the National Down Syndrome Congress, which happens to be headquartered in Atlanta, and they called me. And they said, you know, we know you work in nonprofits. Are you looking for a change? We're looking for somebody that can be like a resource specialist to answer the calls from parents, that, and we think you'd be great for that. And I said, sure signed me up and I started working there six years ago and in my six years have held um, six probably diff six different positions so you know and um, it's been great though so I've gone from resources to affiliates to programs was the communications director for two years um, even though that's not my background it's you know you got to keep the branding and messaging going and um, it's just it's an amazing organization that is run by a small number of people uh, we have been around for 47 years, and um, we will be doing our 48th annual convention next year in New Orleans. Amazing. Mark your calendars, um, June 25th to 28th. That's amazing. So, so can you tell us more, like go into depth about what you guys do, what you offer, um, all that jazz? Sure. So a lot of people think of us as the convention people, but we are so much more than that because we answer the phone when people call. I talk to, you know, parents, moms, dads, grandparents, um, doctors will call us, you know, with their questions. So we, our mission is to provide um, information, advocacy, 
and support across the lifespan for individuals with Down syndrome. So we want to have the best accurate and up-to-date information out there. We update our very massive website that has lots of resources on it um, with, you know, we update it a lot. Um, we are always making changes to things and so we can put the best info out there. We do parent webinars, which are free. Um, you can do them live or we have a great archive of them and listen to them recorded. Um, we have them available in English and Spanish. That's Not amazing. all of them the same topics, but we have some of them presented in Spanish as well as English. Um, and we have a lot of, really all of our resources are available in, in Spanish and English as well. Um, we do medical outreach to the medical community. We did a wonderful prenatal testing pamphlet with Global Down Syndrome Foundation. And we offer that to clinics and um, affiliate organizations uh, at no charge. And they, so they can put it in their um, first call information. They can put it in the, the you know, reach out outreach to doctors. Um, and we also exhibit at some of the genetic counselor conferences and ACOG so that we can get that in the hands of those folks as well. Um, we have just recently gotten a wonderful grant from a family that supports the Down syndrome community to expand some of our programming. So we are um, have expanded our Center for Outreach and Education, and we are taking some of the great um, programming that we do at our convention on the road. So we are taking, um, reaching out to underserved communities who can't maybe make it to our convention or don't have the ability to put on a one-day conference and helping them. We bring in the speakers. We help that. them find a venue and do like a one-day conference with maybe six speakers for, on a very variety of topics. So we've done them in California, Michigan, um, South Padre Island, Texas, back in May for 200 people and I'd say... 90% of them were Spanish speaking. I don't speak Spanish, but we have someone on staff who is bilingual and it was just amazing. Just the, the energy in the room uh, and something like that. But we've done them as small as 35 people. You need the information, doesn't matter how many people are in the room. So um, we're, we're next up is Kearney, Nebraska. Kearney, Nebraska. I always say that wrong, I'm sorry. <laughs> Kearney, Nebraska. Um, and it, that's in two weeks. We're doing a one-day conference there, and we're really excited about it. And, um, and then we also have an educator conference that is just for the teachers. Amazing. I love that. That's yeah. amazing. That's needed. Yes. So it helps them integrate you know, children with Down syndrome into the gen ed classroom, but giving them things like tips on behavior, mm -hmm. accommodations, and modifications. Yes. Right. Um, so what have you found? This is kind of, I'm throwing a, a question at you. Sure. Um, what's one of the greatest needs that you guys have noticed and are currently trying to fill or like even fundraising for or looking for donations for? Um, I would say that the two top things are probably advocacy and getting people involved in, you know, helping legislation get passed that will help the greater disability community and education. Okay. I think that educators need that support, you know. We can push for inclusion all day long, but if the teachers don't have the tools that they need right. they're, and they're not willing to take that chance on our kiddos, it's really, really tough. Because inclusion doesn't work without accommodations and modifications. It doesn't, right. And we as parents, we understand that. And so, perfect. Yeah. Help them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Please help, help them. them. So they can help me and my kiddo. <laughs> <laughs> well, and for any of your listeners who are in the greater Atlanta area, we're going to try to have an educators conference there before the end of this year. That's amazing. And all you teachers listening out there, like 
look into it. Fly to Atlanta. Get there. Yep. That's awesome. Um, I was I was interested to hear that there are that you were saying there was online classes or webinars. webinars. webinars yes. yes. And how would people find those? If, if there's like a topic that is important, I'm just thinking of potty training. I've been just Googling Down syndrome potty training. So I've read the article from NDSC. I've read a couple other articles. But if there is a webinar and I just didn't know, and I think that we would may, be helpful. We may have one on there. Um, so if you go to our website, which is ndsccenter.org, O-R-G, um, go to the Outreach and Education tab, and then there's a Parent Webinar tab. All of our archived webinars are listed on there, um, and you just click on it and view the recording. That's beautiful. Um, okay, well, we will make sure that we, listeners, that we have links to those things for you. Um, and, and I think, obviously, um, all of the things you're doing is fitting. We are, we're always talking about shifting the narrative. We want to shift the narrative of Down syndrome that the world has. And um, can, you, can you, I mean, there's a million ways you guys are doing that, but what is the first thing that pops into your head? How are y'all shifting the narrative? We have kind of our four pillars. They are educate, advocate, empower, and inspire. I think we have something for everyone, but I think the more that we can get out in front of people, show them how inspiring people with Down syndrome can be. They are living amazing lives. They are living independently. They are um, you know, working at jobs and earning a living wage. I just think that that's amazing. How much the narrative has shifted from, say, the late 80s when the life expectancy was 25 years of age, and now it's 60. Mm. The advances in research on medical issues, like the tie between Alzheimer's and Down syndrome. Um, you know, we all kind of know that's an inevitability that's probably going to happen to our children, or, and what can we do to, to switch that? So I think that it's all about empowering people to want to learn more. Um, Striking up a conversation with a stranger, that just helps get that, you know, that awareness out there. You know, and I love it when people come up to me and, you know, and have questions because mm -hmm. I'm going to answer them. I'm not right, going to just sit right. there and go, oh, he's just my little boy. No. Right. He's a pain in the butt sometimes. Totally. <laughs> he is cute and he's awful. Right. It's all the things. Because so am I, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to agree that Mercedes definitely is. It's so <laughs> cute and awful. <laughs> Um, thank you. And I totally agree. And I love what you guys are doing. Um, so what other business or nonprofit that you know of and love um, would you like to give a shout out to to our listeners to go wow. look up? Well, I would say as we are planning our convention in New Orleans, we are working with some amazing local organizations there, the Down Syndrome Association of Greater New Orleans. And um, a couple of neighboring cities have ones upside downs in Thibodeau, Louisiana, and up 21 on the North Shore of Lake Pontchartrain. They are coming together to help us form our host committee so that we can welcome everyone to the Big Easy. Yes. Oh, I love it. Get it, girl. That's so fun. Well, thank you so much for joining us today and telling us all about it. And um, where can people find you? Sure. So we are on Facebook at the National Down Syndrome Congress. You can also um, reach out for advocacy to the National Down Syndrome Congress um, Policy and Advocacy page. 
We're also on Instagram and Twitter. And then our website, again, is ndsccenter.org. Awesome. Well, Tamara, personally, thank you for being with us. Thanks for sharing a little bit about what NDSC is doing. And, um, man, we're lucky. There's a lot of good stuff going on. There's a lot of amazing women and amazing, powerful moms doing big things. And so thank you for sharing, Tamara. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here with Sinead Quinn of Grateful Wellness. Yes. And Sinead is here to talk to us about her company that specializes in wellness for parents of kids with different abilities. Yes. And we're, this is so exciting to us and we're excited to talk to you. So um, the first thing we want to know, Sinead, is just like, tell us your story. Um, tell us about your family and uh, yeah, how you got to this point. So, um, thank you for having me. <laughs> so, I am a mum with three kids, and my eldest is Torin. He has um, Down syndrome. He's 11. And then I've got a nine-year-old and a seven-year-old. And I ended up becoming a health coach and specialising in working with special needs mums because of my own journey in my own health. And I got to a place that after my third was born and I was diagnosed with postnatal depression. I was running between exhausted and a little bit sick and exhausted and incredibly sick for about five years. And doctors would say to me that I was just really unlucky that I got the flu all the time or that um, I was a hypochondriac, (laughs) Um, that I had depression and anxiety. And uh, eventually after a lot of advocating for myself, which took a lot of time, I found out I have celiac disease and hypothyroid. And when I spoke to other mums in our community, I saw that there was other mums that were also going through a similar journey and they couldn't find answers. And it wasn't just that they couldn't find answers, it was that statistically I discovered we are more prone to autoimmune disease, we are more prone to dying of cancer, we are more prone to dying of heart disease. And when I looked at how that was possible, it came down to the stress that we're carrying in our daily lives. We're so focused on looking after our kids and advocating for our kids that we're forgetting to advocate for ourselves. And I remember the day that I decided that I had to start looking after myself. And I always cry when I talk about this. Um, The guilt that I was feeling of not being able to care for my children because I could not physically get out of bed. I was that exhausted and that sick. Now, when I look back at that guilt that I felt when I had to draw a line in the sand and stop all of my son's therapies, put away his vitamins and start seriously looking after myself because I couldn't look after the kids, the guilt I felt at that point is nothing compared, is nothing in comparison to being able to look after my kids. Like I feel guilty now sometimes whenever I look after myself, I take time to go to the gym, I take time to like meditate or go to yoga but the guilt that I feel for that it's like it's nothing when I think back to that day when I was like standing in the kitchen and I literally could not look after my kids thank you for sharing all that thank you so much so then tell us how your business got started well I just saw that there was nobody talking to us mums about this in a way that we could implement into our daily lives so whenever I was looking for answers for myself 
I was going to doctors or I was going to nutritionalists and they were like, here's a meal plan. And I'm like, do you have any idea how crazy my life is? I can't implement this meal plan into my life. And then I just saw that there was a, a need for it. I looked around and I was like, okay, what was the things that I needed to implement into my life that created big change that didn't take up my entire day and sh change our, like I, my entire family wasn't compromised by what I had to do for myself. Right. And when I took those steps back and I looked back, I was like, okay, it was stress management and dealing with some of the emotional stuff that literally creates the physical discomfort within our bodies that creates the disease that we're dying from. Mm. And so I was like, someone needs to be getting up on stage and talking about this. <laughs> someone needs to be creating a movement. I'm sitting there looking around and I was like, there's nobody doing this. Oh shit, that's me. <laughs> this is going to be an explicit episode, Sorry. you guys. It's okay, we like it. Love it. <laughs> so I did. And here... I am now doing it and passionate and determined to create a movement for us special needs moms to start taking some deep breaths in a way that we can do it in our day, creating change in our nervous systems. Do you want to um, share with us some ways, like some ways that you share with moms and what you sell and all that? Yeah. So um, if you've ever followed me on social media, you will get really sick of hearing me talking about breath work and hydration. But when I looked at literally the simplest tools that we can implement into our day that will literally have a massive impact on our day, it was we're dehydrated and our nervous system is shot. Our nervous system is in such high fight or flight with the stress and the additional um, needs that we're providing that we've forgotten how to calm down. So implementing really simple breathwork techniques twice a day in less than one minute setting an alarm on your phone and doing three rounds of square breath breathing will literally re, um, restructure your nervous system so that you can start going back into the um, parasympathetic response and stop the fight or flight response. And if you do that on a regular basis each day, it will have an effect on your body. And then with hydration, we forget to drink water, so, you know. 100%. Or your kiddos steal your water yeah. and have really massive backwash, and so then <laughs> the you're out. <laughs> you have floaties. And so then I'm like, I'm out of water again. Because suddenly it looks cloudy. Yes, and, I don't and I'm drink not that. going there. <laughs> yes, this is my issue. Um, so a lot, on our show, we talk a lot about shifting the narrative mm -hmm. within um, the Down syndrome space. How, are, how do you feel you're using your business to do that? Or what do you what do you think? By being able to create a narrative around the truth of mental health and lifting the veil. Like, one of the things that really riles me up is that people are allowed to talk about postnatal depression. And it's you, there's no guilt associated to it anymore. It's like, but as a, as a mom with a child that has extra needs, we feel guilty that we're stressed out from it. So we might have an anxiety disorder or we might have some form of depression or we might have like an undiagnosed autoimmune disease. When we're talking about it, it's not their fault. Just like when you have postnatal depression, it's not the baby's fault. It's part of the journey. Yeah. So I want to lift the veil of that shame that's attached to it and so good. start providing solutions that are actually achievable for us to, so that we're living longer. We're not dying of cancer. We're not dying of heart, heart disease. 
we're living longer, providing exceptional love and support and care for our mm-hmm. kids and able to advocate for them because we've advocated for ourselves. Standing ovation. We <laughs> love this. Sorry, I cry every time I talk about because I'm too passionate. I either f. I either, I either drop. <laughs> you are not too passionate. No such thing, girl. I either drop the f bomb or I end up falling my eyes out. <laughs> I like both. Uh, like that. Extremes. <laughs> Sinead, thank you so much for being here with us. We have loved hearing your story. We're super excited that you're out there doing this. And yeah, let's let's change the narrative when it comes to mental health for moms. Yeah. It needs to change. It needs yeah, to shift. For sure. Okay, thanks. Um, and can you tell our listeners where to find you? Yeah. Oh yes. Yep. So I'm on Facebook. Um, Grateful Wellness for Special Needs Mums is a private Facebook group that I have just for mums with special with kids with special needs, and I am also on Instagram, um, Sinead Quinn Official Lee, I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have Lee. <laughs> and um and Facebook my business uh, my personal page Sinead Quinn. Yeah. Very cool. Official Thank you so Lee. much for what you're doing, girl. This is an honor. Thank you. Thank you very much. And we're back with some good news. Good news, good news, good news. Good news, good news, good news. I know you want to hear some good news. Nice Mercedes! <laughs> My first time ever joining in the jingle. Wait, Nick. Oh. Okay, tell us your name and where you're from. I'm Leslie Doyle, and I'm from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and my good news is that we had kind of a rough start um, for school this year. We were getting quite a few calls from my son's teacher about throwing himself on the floor or not coming to circle time quietly and kind of causing a disturbance, but last week we had no marks, and he was very proud of himself, and I think he's finally starting to get it and he's in first grade by the way so awesome things are kind of hopefully turning around as he's getting more into um, routine that's beautiful (laughs) okay thank you thanks hey I'm Kayla Vasta I have a five-year-old that's basically nonverbal and whenever um, I called home the first thing she told me is I love you too which is a very big deal for us so um, hang in there moms for your nonverbal kids Mm because it is the best thing Thank so, you. Thanks. As as a mom of a kid who's not speaking much, too, <laughs> I really appreciate that. Thanks for all, right. all you do. Thanks. Tell me your name and where you're from. Nellie Pudrop from Houston, Texas. All right. I'm from Texas, too. Oh, yay. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. And what what's your good news? What are you celebrating? My good news is, uh, I don't want to cry. <laughs> Crying's totally wonderful here. We had a leukemia scare, but she's good. I'm so yeah. glad. So, so that's glad. a good news. She's that good. Is, that is such a good news. Yeah, we had it about a week ago, and um, everything turned out fine. We just have to, like, every three months go get her blood work done. Yeah. They weren't, they're not sure if she was born with TMD leukemia. Okay. Um, 
because they should have done the testing when some blast cells showed up in her blood work. Mm-hmm. So the hematologist we saw now, she looked through all her records. She's like, you should have been followed up. Wow. She's two now. No one told me that. Um, so now, like, every three months, they'll do blood work. But thank God she's fine. Okay. So that's our amazing that is, news. That is such good <laughs> yeah. news. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. <laughs> thank that. you. Hi, I'm Deborah Wright, and I'm from a small town called Moni, south suburb of Chicago in okay. Illinois. Okay, cool. Yes. Mm-hmm. And tell us your good news. What are you celebrating? Yes. Oh, my goodness. I have a seven-month-old baby boy. His name is Zane, which means gift from God. I love it. And um, when I was, we found out we got my diagnosis when I was pregnant, and uh, they had predicted all of these health issues, um, holes in his heart, mm. kidney fluid, and and other issues and when he was born none of those um, happened and so he has just been healthy and such a blessing and such a happy baby since Aww. day one I love yes. it mm-hmm. I love it yes. well thank you so much for sharing and oh, enjoy those baby snuggles there's oh, no I snuggle will. like low muscle tone oh, snuggles oh my goodness that's the truth I just <laughs> miss him so much but yes I'm having a great time but yes Good. I miss him so much yeah <laughs> thank yeah. you thanks <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us, friends, at the DSDN Rockin' Moms Retreat, where we got to sit down with the National Down Syndrome Society, Gabe the Babe and Co., and Grateful Wellness. Um, It's always fun to have these kinds of episodes where we're jumping around a little bit and you're getting to hear from a lot of different people. As always, we love hearing your good news about your loved ones with Down Syndrome. Please call, please share them with us. You can leave us a voicemail at 424 442-9147 and you can share your good news there. And if you are like some of the organizations we interviewed today and you have a product or business that wants to help us shout the worth of people with Down syndrome, then we'd love to partner with you. You can email hello at theluckyfewpodcast.com for sponsorship opportunities. And we want to give a huge thank you to our editor and producer, Andy Lara, to our co-producer, Val Schleter, to our sponsors, and to all of you who have shared the Lucky Few podcast with friends and who have listened faithfully and cheered us on. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And dun 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 Go to theluckyfewpodcast.com to purchase your tickets for Thursday, November 21st. Get to experience a really fun, beautiful night in Monrovia, California. Get your plane ticket. Get your friends. Let's do it. And remember that you, dear listeners, supporting your loved one with Down syndrome, you are a shouter of worth and a narrative shifter. So keep on keeping on. We are cheering for you. We'll see you all next Monday on the Lucky Few Podcast. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Lucky Few Podcasts. Remember to review our show on Apple Podcasts and check us out on all social media at the Lucky Few Pod. You can also support the show now via anchor.fm just by going to the website, scroll down to the bottom, and you can begin your support right now. Lastly, send us your good news by going to theluckyfewpodcast.com and sending us a message via text, voicemail, or email. See you next time.